Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another edition. Now in today's programme, I want to talk about balance and not necessarily the ability to be an amazing gymnast, but about the concept of balance in itself and how it relates to what we do in life, how we communicate with people, and how we go about doing what we do and helping others to become successful in their own right, in our capacity as leaders, managers, and coaches. And this topic really has been brought about because, and I'm sure that you all go through this, and, and you can hopefully you can relate to this, whereby you sometimes find yourself possibly out of balance or you recognize that something isn't quite right and you discover or you feel that maybe you know you're out of balance and an example of that might be that you are working extremely hard at a task you are putting in massive efforts of endurance in terms of time and maybe in terms of focused work certainly in terms of effort and it may have those consequences as it does that you feel jaded you feel tired I don't know how many of you can relate to that you feel like you're treading water you don't feel like you're being as effective as you would like to be and it's at times like that isn't it that our bodies or even somebody in our lives may point to the fact that we actually need to redress the balance and it may be that we need three or four good nights sleep on the bounce and uh, or, or it may be we just need to take our foot off the pedal we need to do a little bit of R&R you know rest and recuperation or recovery and we come back to it with fresh eyes how many of you can relate to the to that where you've had a couple of days off maybe you didn't feel like it maybe it was forced upon you and the amazing ability of the human body and the human mind to redress itself and that balance comes into play and what was a tedious task prior to that now almost just magically falls into place so i think the concept of balance is a really really important one because we we who are in an industry or in any industry um, where we are targeted or we set our own targets, you know, it's the, the, the maxim of that industry, particularly in the Western world, maybe, you know, focus, drive, effort, consistency, hours, time, just to, to keep the, the nose to the grindstone, to keep the wheels of industry turning, to keep those appointments going, to keep those meetings going, to keep that production high, and you put in more and more effort to achieve those goals. And it isn't always the case because other things in life 
may suffer and you know we're not just one tracked one track beings we we all have emotional needs we we have a need that are often only met by by the love of other people and the caring of other people and if we do not refresh and rejuvenate ourselves certainly if we don't do not get sufficient sleep rest and recovery we will start to suffer and that's a, that's a lesson that I've certainly had to had to learn so balance is a key concept and as much in our younger days as we we think it's not necessary um my humble and small amount of experience on this planet tells me that actually if you get to grips with balance then you will be a happier and more effective human being and this was brought into focus this week by um one of my real passions in life is studying football management and how managers deal with things and the history of football management. And I was doing some research around a Manchester United, an ex-Manchester United manager, a guy called Dave Sexton, who managed Manchester United in the 1970s. And at, at the time... um or let me go back prior to being at Manchester United, Dave Sexton was considered to be, when he was at Chelsea, uh, one of a new breed of coaches that was playing exciting football that had a massive amounts of talented players and bought in talented players and, 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 and was a great coach. And... You know, if you look at the squad he had when he was at Chelsea with your Peter Osgoods and your your Hutchinsons and your and your Alan Hudsons and Peter Bonettis, then that was certainly true. And Dave Sexton went went on to Manchester United, and the one of the main things that came out of this small amount of research that I did on Dave Sexton was that Dave was a brilliant football coach. Technically, tactically, you know, was somebody who, who you would certainly say understood the game and made his mark. However, on the other side of his skill set, there appeared to be a, a distinct lack of an ability to deal with people on any, on any prolonged basis or a successful basis. And... You know, he did seem to fall out with players. He didn't seem to be able to get the best out of about of the players under his care and his tutelage. And that resulted in him probably not winning the amount of honours with the clubs that he was at. Because on paper, that, that he probably should have done. When you look at the teams he had on paper, they were phenomenally talented. Yet the teams that he managed didn't, reached the heights of success in terms of certainly in terms of longevity that you would have possibly suspected and one of the reasons seemed to be when you when you listen to the commentaries about Dave Sexton was that he didn't have that ability to deal with people so there we have a balance issue of somebody who is excellent at what they do so no matter what that is so whatever field you're in think of somebody who's excellent at what they do but on the other end of the spectrum was that ability to deal with people and communicate and manage relationships. And, you know, we're all human and we've all got strengths and we've all got weaknesses and nobody's amazing at everything. 
And there are numerous, numerous examples of people in life, in all walks of life, who are brilliant at what they do, but in terms of the communication, the people skills, they're, they're not high on that agenda. And th- it would be possible to say that one of the reasons this week, I know you may be listening to this this podcast sometime in 2019, and but at the time of recording this week, a manager in the championship, Gary Rowett, who was considered to be, you know, allegedly and possibly the next best thing and from Birmingham City and Derby County and, and at Stoke City. And, you know, if you believe the media stories, you know, it's part of the reason that um, this gentleman's only had a short tenure at, at his latest club at Stoke City was because of his um, ability to deal with people and some of his communication issues. And I think almost, you could almost say that the same thing occurred with, you know, the great Jose Mourinho at Manchester United currently, who, you know, has has, um, left the club. And a lot of the talk around it in the media, you know, it's a brutal media world, isn't it? So nothing gets left unturned and nothing gets left unsaid. That it was a part of the challenge there was Jose Mourinho's inability to relate to certain players. And certainly we're all not going to relate to everybody all of the time. So in terms of a balance, what do you think? Do you think as somebody who is a professional that there needs to be that balance between being amazing at at the communication, the people skills and also being great at what you do? Or is it wiser just to be what you're best at? Maybe you're a brilliant people person. Maybe you're a great communicator, a great orator like Shankly was. Maybe you have that ability to deal with the media. Maybe you have that ability to deal with people and get the best out of people. But on the technical side, maybe that's not your strength, but you can still achieve success with what you do. I don't know what your thoughts are. I don't know what your beliefs are, but maybe it's about getting that balance right. Or is it about not bothering about trying to develop those things that aren't your strength, but actually venturing to, to work with somebody who is amazing at the skills that you're not. Maybe Clough and Taylor, Brian Clough and Peter Taylor were so good because actually maybe it was Peter Taylor who had that eye for a player. Maybe it was Peter Taylor who had that balanced view of life, who was possibly the more tactically astute. I don't know. I'm only assuming here. And maybe it was Brian Clough who had that ability to get the best out of people. And he had that belief. You know, if we look at Bob Paisley, again, uh, another football manager, arguably, who has achieved in the English game more than anybody else. You know, we've talked about this in a previous podcast episode where we discussed Sir Alex Ferguson's achievements at Manchester United and compare them to Bob Paisley's achievements at Liverpool. And, you know, Bob was alleged and, and... viewed as this guy who was totally Mr. Football, totally Mr. Liverpool and had this amazing ability to view a player, pick a player, see a player, know where a player was best to play and could actually tell physically how that player would develop and and had this amazing eye. Um, But as regards communication, even with his own players, 
certainly with the media. Uh, I don't think there's anybody who would particularly argue with me, but to say that that wasn't Bob Paisley's forte, but he was so good at his other aspects that, you know, that was what made Bob, Bob, and, and, and it didn't seem to matter. So maybe it's a question of joint venturing and, and working with people who can do these great things that you're not so good at, but actually you don't even enjoy and to allow you to, to get on with it. So there's that balance. So the question is, you know, is it is it for you to develop or is it for your question to, you know, is, is it for you to to look at venturing and having a great partnership? I don't know the answer to that and I'm sure there's more than one answer, but um, it's an interesting one. And um, that, that kind of led me on to think about, well, okay, in life, this balance thing how many how many of you can relate to this that it's we've already mentioned the 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 hard work and and the day after day grind to it to achieve things when you're on that plateau as george leonard talks about in mastery and not so much the the drudgery but uh, cal newport talks about in deep work where you get involved in what is it you're doing and you get into that state of flow where you're you know you almost become one with what it is you're doing and it's done repetitively and it's day in day out and it's focused and it creates results compared to the downside where you or the downtime where you are you know you're more relaxed you may be going for a walk because some of the greatest minds that we we know when we look back in history were people who didn't work 10 hours a day you know they they considered to be artists who who worked four five hours a day and who the rest of the time allowed themselves to rest and recover, particularly walking and reading and spending time in relaxation. So it's that balance again. And it's that balance between, again, in sport, this is massive. Um, and, and it's also massive in our own lives because without both of these things, I think we we do not become as successful as we could be. The The, the balance of discipline and freedom um, some people say, you know, philosophically that ultimate freedom comes from, from discipline, because if you're not disciplined, you're not disciplined to get up at a certain time in the morning, you know, you don't have a, a disciplined ritual that you follow. Then particularly in today's 21st century, where the impact of ready communication, electronic devices and social media make distraction such a big part of our lives if we do not control it that we need to be ever more disciplined if we are going to put ourselves on a track to achieve anything at all and I, I certainly get that and ritual is something that is certainly a part of my my daily practice and without it I'd, I'd struggle and I'm a lot of a, I'm a much happier person when I've got my routine to stick to and if I'm I rec how many of you recognize this where you're because of circumstance, because of life, because life is messy, isn't it? And there's families and there's situations and there's births and there's deaths and there's travel and traffic jams and internet's going down, etc., etc., where your ritual is disrupted. Uh, I mean, this week I've had to take my computer out of my home because my internet's been down and get my, my mobile phone and find a hotspot just to answer the few emails that are pertinent and relevant and leave the rest um, until I've actually got my internet restored at home. And, you know, that's just one of the little tiny challenges that, you know, we all face. And it's not a tragedy, it's not the end of the world. But if your practice is to think, right, you know, at, X, at a certain time of day, I answer all my emails and you can't, if you're not flexible, 
if you do not have that ability to 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 be a little bit flexible, then your you know your great discipline of doing that is is actually a challenge for you. So it's finding that balance, isn't it? And that is a is a key part because last in one of the previous episodes, like the last episode it was, we talked about habits because it was the beginning of the year and it's January. We talked about the formation of habits and some real key things that would help you to instill within your in yourself some habits. And there's a flip side to that, which is related to this discipline and freedom. Because as we all know, and as we've just said, that life's a little bit messy and things come up. And Ryan Holiday, in one of his articles, refers to this and actually discusses it really, really well and talks about the fact that it's a real good thing to actually have not one ritual and not one schedule, but actually two or three or four. And he, he talks about having a number of schedules, one for when he's at home, one for when he's on the road, one for another certain time of when he's traveling somewhere or he has to be in an airport so that he doesn't feel like his whole day is taken apart just because he cannot do his ritual because the environmental factors don't allow him to do so. And he talks about some famous people who have sportsmen who have real strict pre-game routines. And he says, you know, that's a real positive, but you do have to be able to adapt because let's say the coach is late. Let's say there's a breakdown. Let's say you can't get to the dressing room on time. Let's say there's an issue. Then if you are totally psychologically dependent upon performing that ritual and you can't, then you know, you're going to have a bad game all on the back of the fact that you cannot be adaptable. So being adaptable will reduce the compounding effect of not being able to do what it is you, you feel you need to do and have things your way. You know, it's all about not getting frustrated. It's not about um, trying to control life. It's, you know, it's that balance of being a little bit flexible, isn't it? And bending like the grip, the tree so that you bend and not break. And um, that, that certainly resonated with me. So not, I think routines are great, but actually this taught me a big lesson. Let's have three or four routines so that, you know, if there's a traffic jam, if the internet goes down, how am I going to deal with this? If there's a family situation, if, we, if I'm away from home, how am I going to deal with this? And how am I still going to get my, my practice in or what it is I need to do to help my players and the same for yourselves to, to get the best out of your the people who, who you work with um, because life will certainly get in the way and um, we understand that. And uh, being addicted to a routine, although there's great positives in that, um, we would be well advised to actually be able to, when we're jarred, you know, by circumstances and you cannot get back into that rhythm to be able to find a harmony and know that um, in a short period of time, because we have that ability to adapt we'll soon be able to get back to our discipline and uh, get back on track again. So that was that was a big lesson for myself. So um, maybe it would help you to have three or four little rituals that you can adapt. And maybe that's something you can pass on to your players so that um, they can be a little bit more psychologically adaptable and a little bit, a little bit stronger in, in, and not get knocked off their course. So um, yeah, that was, that was what I wanted to talk about this week in the podcast. It's about balance. And um, I think there's, there's certainly some lessons in there. So maybe, uh, you know, for yourselves, 
where where in your life can you find a little bit more balance that will not actually make you weaker but will actually make you stronger because it's easy isn't it to get on a track of thinking right you know I'm going to be focused I'm going to be determined I'm going to uh, keep going and keep going and keep going but we need to sharpen the saw we need to rest and recover our bodies need to sleep our minds need to shut down and um, it's it's all about finding that that balance so if we can make our rest and recovery active rest and recovery that allows us to to do our work in our most efficient effective way and we can be balanced in our life so that we're happy healthy human beings who not only achieve great things in our lives and help other people achieve great things in our lives but we're actually happy on the way doing it okay i hope that's helped and um as always thanks for listening you can catch me at www.robriles.co.uk i'm also on linkedin twitter and facebook so let me know your thoughts love to uh, love to know what you think and um we'll catch up again as always thank you for your time bye bye